First, congratulations on being the 75th speaker of the Georgia House. I know with your close relationship with former Speaker Ralston, this is bittersweet for you. Please tell us about this transition into to the new role and what it means to you. Well, good morning, everyone. Good to see a lot of friends, although I can't recognize you right now from around the state. <laughs> and thank you for what the local chambers do for Georgia. And Neil, if I may, congratulations to you as the incoming chair and thanks to Ben for his work over the last few years. We appreciate both of you guys. Yes, David Ralston has left his mark on this state. There's no doubt about that. There's a big hole in the heart of the entire house and all of, all of our members. But as he would have us to do, we will move forward. Uh, we are already moving forward. We uh, had a great opening day. But first, before we could do that, I want to thank Speaker Jan Jones for her leadership speaking in, standing in when Speaker Rawson's untimely passing. So to my dear friend, Speaker Jan Jones, now the pro tem of the House, Jan, thank you for your work and your dedication to the House and to Georgia. The first lady to hold that position in the history of our state. She has been a record breaker her entire career, and I look very, very much forward to um, working with her and, um, and our entire team, Neil. When I look forward to um, Majority Leader Estration, of course, the, uh, Whip Burchett, my dear friend Bruce Williamson, who will serve as chair, and certainly Jan Jones as she assumes the role again as Speaker Pro Tem. We have a great team that we will move forward with the uh, work of this state. The House leads. We're all, always glad to work with uh, the governor, Governor Kemp and his great leadership, and certainly with our new Lieutenant Governor Jones, looking very much forward to working with the both of them, the entire membership of the House on both sides of the aisle. We're committed to working together. Next week, we're going to move one step closer to organizing the House a little bit better. I've already named a committee on assignment, and we'll be naming our new committee chairs next week as we move forward. And we're looking very much forward to the business of the House moving forward as we work for Georgia. Well, th thank you. I, I know that you have a long history of working on issues central to Georgia's economy. We heard an announcement this morning from the governor, and we've had several uh, great companies such as Hyundai and Rivian that have been announced that are creating jobs in our state. What do you see as what's next in economic development and job creation? Continued progress. As the second opportunity to um, achieve a national championship was successful for the University of Georgia and Coach Smart, I think the second time for Governor Kent will be a charm. It's going to be a hard, hard um, task to duplicate the success we've had in economic development over the, over the last four years, and certainly in the last with Governor, Governor Deal as his years, and, and certainly Governor Kemp as he's led us. It's going to be difficult to duplicate, but I think we can. I think we have the right policy in place. I know his team in economic development with Commissioner Wilson has done an outstanding job, and also working with local chambers around the state and the leadership here in Atlanta. We're, um, we're excited about 
those opportunities because, you know, Georgia is the best place to live, work, and raise a family. We, but we make, we, jobs are a key. We need to make sure that we allow Georgians the opportunity to succeed with a good paying job, hopefully in the lo very local to them. That helps put food on the table, make sure that quality of life for that family is enhanced. Uh, as the governor mentioned earlier, the three largest economic development projects in our, in our state's history. And I'm excited about that. One of them's down in my neck of the woods, down in, in Bryan County with the Hyundai announcement. But what I'm more excited about is the opportunity for jobs to come to rural Georgia, to smaller, smaller communities, and Governor and his staff has worked very hard with the House and with the Senate to ensure that possibility. That's what real improving the quality of life around our entire state is about to me, making sure everyone has an equal opportunity, no matter what your zip code, to, to be a part of the success of our state. We're committed to that in the House. We have been in the past under Speaker Ross's leadership, and I'm sure that's going to continue in the future. That's great. That's great. Well, in every session, issues pop up. Obvious health care is one close to my heart. Uh, health care is so important to our state that citizens can uh, receive high quality, affordable, and access to health care. What do you see in regards to health care in this upcoming session? Well, Neil, I, I feel that and I know that the House has always been focused on health care. I believe we've taken a lead in health care over the years, certainly with the with Speaker Ralston's passion, the, the mental health. Uh, I see that continuing to be one of our main priorities. If I had to list a priority today, that would be my priority is health care and health care access for all Georgians. We're going to shift focus just a little bit. Uh, when we look for solutions to, to solve some of the complex issues that evolve in that industry. And by the way, thank you for what the segment of that industry that you, that you lead in providing health care to Georgians. We appreciate what you do and in, in that part of the industry does. But those solutions are complex. So we're going to take a little different shift. We're going to create a new oversight committee, if you will, that's going to coordinate the several committees in the House, their work to make sure we stay focused make sure we are solution driven over the short term and the long term. I'm going to ask Chairman Butch Parrish to take on a new role. And he's agreed, and I look very much forward to Butch's leadership. He is a well-known healthcare expert in this state, has served admirably over the years in the House, and certainly is very much aware of how healthcare and every aspect of that word works in this state. He'll oversee the legislative and the budgetary uh, issues we work with healthcare, along with some very qualified chair people, and I'm looking very much forward to offering solutions and moving healthcare forward in this state as we work through this 2023 session and into 2024. Well, you know that's music to my ears. <laughs> on a related topic, the House led the charge on mental health care last year with the passage of House Bill. Uh, 1013, which Speaker Rawson championed and, went, and you co-sponsored, along with Chairman Mary Margaret Oliver and Chair, Chairman Todd Jones. And we know that former State Representative Kevin Tanner, who was instrumental in this process, is now the Director of the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities. Can you tell us what's next in the area of, of mental health reform and what are the next steps? I can help with that. Speaker Ralston absolutely had many passions. His legacy in this state will live through many different areas that he worked on over the years. 
but mental health reform is where we're going to make certain, as he has already laid the groundwork, that we continue to move forward on mental health reform. It impacts every family in our state. It's an issue that impacts us all. Speaker Ralston was passionate. He was innovative. And he made sure that that issue moved to the forefront with all the questions that abounded. But he stayed focused. He was determined. He was, he was very deliberative. He also was very inclusive of bringing all the viewpoints together to make sure we address that important issue. Somewhere north of $180 million over the last year and over the years, we've invested into mental health reform. That number will continue to grow working in conjunction with the governor's office and the, and the Senate's office with, with the new uh, Lieutenant Governor Jones. I feel certain and feel confident. And I know that with the great leadership that we had from, from the two folks in the House that, that exemplified the teamwork that should abound on the issues that are so important to Georgians with, with Chairs Oliver and Chairs Todd Jones who led the way uh, implementing some great ideas from the, uh, from the speaker but also incorporating ideas from folks around this state and in that space from the experts to make sure we start, it's a start, we start developing a plan to address those issues for mental health reform. You know, it's not a one-year deal. As I like to say, Rome was not built in a day, and we will not solve and address all the issues, the complex issues with mental health reform in one year. We didn't do it last year. We will continue to work, but we made a great start. And I'm so proud to be a part of the House and part of the, the General Assembly and along with the governor to make sure we made a start and we're gonna to continue to work in that area. Well, Mr. Speaker, I've sure enjoyed our conversation. We want to thank you for your vision, your leadership, and on behalf of all of us in the, this room, we're excited about what you're going to accomplish. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Neil. Thank you all.